Welcome to the Igniting Shakti podcast. I'm your guide, Natasha, and I'm here to have those real and at time raw conversations in regard to the sacred, the divine feminine, or I like to say Shakti. I want to invite you to explore and hopefully embrace this divine aspect that the feminine holds and gives us space to come to acknowledge in our everyday life. So I welcome you to Igniting Shakti. Welcome back, y'all. All right, it's a new year. We're in 2024. And it's time to not just express ourselves in a different way, possibly, but to step more into this truth of who we are, this essence of our truth, our true nature, ourself. I talk about this a lot, but in today's episode, I want to step into the triple goddess, which for some of us, we already know that the triple goddess, which is the maiden, the mother, and the crone, and made up from these archetypes. And I was thinking about this the other day of how the Shakti goddesses, they kind of all have this energy within them. They all can have this energy of maiden, mother, and crone in some aspect. And we can have all of these within us present at the same time. Maybe we play with one more than the other at a certain time, but I just want to go through these archetypes that we can tap into at any time. So the maiden energy can become active no matter how old we are. And it's really this path that we're traveling when we are learning something new and new beginnings. The mother archetype really thrives within us when we are witnessing anything that we've created or that we've brought to life or that essence of that we have nurtured ourselves and our loved ones. So there's the sustainability there, but there's still the creation there. And then when we spend this time in self-inquiry, deep reflection, maybe mourning loss, or there is this essence of loss of things that we are surrendering and letting go, then this is where we're leaning more into this inner crone archetype or wise woman. The main thing here to remember is no matter where we are in life, how you identify with these three archetypes is really going to be sort of flowing within all the time and moving within us. They're infinite. They're always going through a cycle. When we look at cycles for the feminine essence compared to the masculine is that the feminine essence is a 28-day cycle. It's the same kind of cycle as the moon. And that's why as women, or when you're really tapped into this feminine energy, you can really feel this connection with the moon. Where a masculine energy or the masculine essence kind of moves through the cycle of a 24-hour day. So there's a huge difference there between the two of these. Let's look at the maiden archetype first. So this is usually within the cycle of the new moon. It's the life cycle of youth and 
traditionally pre-marriage. So there's this youthfulness, this playfulness with the maiden. The maiden energy also represents new beginnings. As I had mentioned, it's the start of the new cycles. It's where we are healing that and connecting to the inner child, having fun and bringing in this playfulness, this ability to be in awe and bringing back this magic in everything. It's this place where we're turning the mundane into something, something magical. It's gaining new experiences, trying new things, taking a leap of faith, kind of stepping outside of our boundaries, outside of our comfort zones, taking those risks. It's when we set ourselves up for this intention of new cycles. And when we're working with this maiden energy, it helps us to dream big and really tap into our desires. It inspires us to keep learning and asking those questions, observing, and really developing this connection with our environment, connecting with ourselves. It's an energy of curiosity, freedom, innocence, and as I'd mentioned, this playfulness and this magical essence with it. And it's open. It's open to take in experiences. And then the mother archetype. This is more of the life cycle to that early to mid midlife or mid-age. There's this union or marriage or partnership, intimate partnership here. And obviously, traditionally, motherhood. So there's this creation of this, I'm going to say procreating. And the moon cycle here is normally a full moon. That's when we're really bringing in everything that we've created. It's almost like the harvest, reaping of the harvest. And the mother energy represents, as I had mentioned, creation. It brings in this sensation of harvest and celebration. When we're in this mother energy, we're celebrating our progress that we've made on our journey and really looking to the things that we have manifested in our life. And we're experiencing this archetype when we're embracing our femininity. We're exploring our sexuality, really getting into this sense of our sensuality as well. And it's where we're gaining wisdom from those various relationships that we've had in our life whether they are intimate relationships, you know, working with coworkers. It's this gathering of information on how to work in partnership with other types of people, other people, their uniqueness and embracing that in a sense. It allows us to really honor where we are. But it also gives us this place to sort of see where it is we want to go where our next steps are, working in this way of moving forward. The mother teaches us how to love ourselves. And when I say love ourselves, like not just like, oh, I'm going to do some self-care for myself and, you know, let's go do my nails or whatever. But it's like this really embodied self-love where it's like we set these boundaries for ourselves. We know when we're going to say no and say yes. But those boundaries are there to help us not only to experience life and explore it, but to move forward from it and to expand from it. 
the mother teaches us also how we can share love with others and celebrate all these wonderful blessings and the abundance that life brings. So all in all, the mother energy is sexual and sensual. It's expressive. It's grateful. There's this nurturing essence about it, and it's very expansive. And then when we move on to the crone, wise woman, this is more in later life. The season is fall or early winter. And the moon cycle is normally like this waning or dark moon. The energy around this is this, the wisdom of the wise woman. And it's the knowledge she has gained throughout her life. There's this deeper connection to her intuition and to this universal knowledge. And it all comes from within. When we're in this crone energy, it can be where things begin to fall away so that new can be welcomed. And we're allowing ourselves to surrender. It's like, you know, don't sweat the small stuff kind of thing. It's that kind of energy where we are more in tuned to our heart. We listen and we're guided more with this intuitive notion within. We're guided more from the heart. It's when we can see situations in our life from a higher, and not just a higher, but a different perspective. Usually at this point, done some of this inner child work and shadow work, we can see the difference and we can embrace the duality so that we can move beyond the duality to in this place of non-dual where we can bring in this freedom and liberation into our life. It's We've done the work, we're transforming ourselves. And through this journey, we have come to a place where we have really released what no longer serves us. And we create the space for new intentions. It becomes this place where we create this space to really step in and listen to ourselves. It's not that we don't, get feedback from others. But as I mentioned, there's such a deep intuitive knowing. We have a deeper connection to this omnipresent universe all around us. We have kind of been there, done that kind of thing. So it also creates this space for new intentions that we can plan on setting us back into this cycle that can begin again with the maiden. And it's the crone archetype that guides us through those darker times and it's reminding us that everything must end at some time it helps us to also see the silver lining and not just the silver lining but that bigger perspective on things it becomes this place where you're not only the observer but you become more into this place of embodiment you understand embodiment. You take everything in with your senses. It's an energy that is wise and calm. It's strong. It's non-judgmental. And it's accepting. So within each of these archetypes of the triple goddess of the mother, maiden, and the crone, we see aspects with them in all areas of the goddess. In each individual goddess, they can have these cycles within them where they are 
in the cycle of creation, in a cycle of sustaining and nurturing things, and also in that cycle of dissolving, surrendering, releasing, making room for new, bringing in this place of just being present within those cycles, being present within being the maiden, the mother, and the crone, those archetypes. It's how we can notice the changing seasons and the impact that has on our moods, on our motivation and our desires. It's a place that we can transition from one phase to another, maybe within a day, or maybe it's within the cycles of the season. But to know that this not only affects, say, our body, but it affects our consciousness here as well. It affects our vibration and the energy that we put out. And it allows us to go through life with this vastness of understanding this deeper connection to the divine feminine, to this sacredness that there's here waiting for us to explore. It's a way that we can taste the wisdom and it's the wisdom that we carry within when we tap into the maiden, the mother, and the crone, and tap into the divine feminine. It's a way that we can find more balance and harmony to embody, to live our life with these cycles that are moving through us, flowing through us. And I feel this is a way that we can really integrate and embody this knowledge into our daily life bringing more of the divine feminine, bringing more of the goddess into our life to bring this wisdom out into the world, out into the collective, to bring this piece of more of this wholeness, more of this acknowledgement of the duality of having both the feminine and the masculine into the world, into our own life, so that we can Explore it, expand from it, evolve from it, but move day to day with the energy of it. And isn't that cool that we can move more with the energy of both the masculine and the feminine? It allows us to go through the day to tackle different tasks or to come at something, at a project, at a decision, at a situation with a different energy. Sometimes maybe you need more of that masculine energy. Maybe there's a time when you need to draw in more of that feminine energy, or maybe it's a balance of both. It all comes down to this realization that the wisdom you are seeking comes within us. It allows us to really step into the gifts that both the feminine and the masculine energy can provide for us. It brings this balance, this harmony into our life. Because when in balance, the feminine energy is very intuitive. It's loving and it's creative. It's this power. And there's this trusting vibe with it, almost like this providership. It's an energy that allows us to be more vulnerable and allows us to connect with others and tune into their own nurturing abilities. And when we can tune into this intuition and this inner guidance, it really allows us to see things from a different perspective, a unique perspective. And then on the other side, when the feminine, the divine feminine energy is imbalanced, it can be inauthentic, can be codependent and manipulative. And then when we look on the other side of the masculine energy, 
the structure that allows things to move through. And when it's balanced, it's very action-oriented. It's protective, it's logical, and it's accountable. And it's this energy where we can act towards those intentions, those, I'm going to say, those aligned intentions. And on the other side, when it's imbalanced, it can become very controlling, competitive, withdrawn, and aggressive. And remember that within both of the masculine and feminine, they can both have essences of aggression. They both can have this wildness of untamed, chaotic nature, I'm going to say, within them. And the thing is, is that we have both of these energies within us. We carry both the feminine and masculine energies within, and that allows us to tap into them when we need them. It also, uh, if they're imbalanced, will draw us into there as well. So men have the same thing. They have the masculine and feminine, and they're equally important. And when I think of Shiva and Shakti, they, they sit equally as partners. There's not one that's better or one that is greater than the other, but they work in partnership. And to leave this all off today is that during times, I think one of the most important things for us to all remember is that especially with the divine feminine, the wisdom that is here is that like the moon, it goes through cycles. And it's at times when things may be dark and scary or there may be fear and you have to draw in that courage from Durga or you need to step into that, into that fearlessness of Kali is that they're there to guide us and help us. They're there to go through these cycles where we can create, sustain, and dissolve. But we have to acknowledge them. We have to invoke them. We have to build a relationship with them. And it's also in those times of darkness that we can't be afraid to shine our light, shine our light within our truth, being our unique selves getting into the essence and dropping more and more into our heart each day, listening to that intuitive hit, listening to the wisdom within that's already there. Because it is, it's there, it's waiting for you. It's waiting for you to tap into it. It's waiting for the invitation to be welcomed. And the more we practice with it, the better we get with it because it's always about tapping in and practicing. And the more we do, the more we can live life with a state of balance and harmony, the more we can live in those cycles of creation, sustainability and dissolve, the more we can live with this balance of the masculine and the feminine, leading us, guiding us, and moving us through to the places that we want to evolve and expand the places that we need to transform in our lives. It's all there, but it's within and we need to tap into it. So right now at House of Shakti, we have some bundles going on right now. We have our sacred uh, self-care bundle. We also have our sacred embodiment bundle. And then uh, with Ayurveda, we got some basic Ayurveda uh, 
courses there, a bundle there for you as well. And they're just to help you get into the new year to start this path and shake things up a bit. Because sometimes we got to shake things up in order to move it through. And it's all there. I'll leave the link in those for those bundles. And as well, we've got the 13-day Shakti initiation open again as the doors of House of Shakti are open once more. So if you want to drop in, take a look at that. And we'd love to have you as part of the community of House of Shakti. It's the place to be if you want to step into this divine feminine revolution. Bring back the sacredness of the feminine back into your life. All right. So I'll leave all the links for those. And remember, the free Shakti Goddess quiz is also there if you want to tap more into and just learn a little bit more about the Shakti goddesses themselves and the energy that they move through. So you can tap in and sort of see where you're residing in right now and playing in. And remember, it's about staying playful, stay curious, and always be yourself. All right. So with that, thank you for joining me. Have a fantastic day. And until next time, have a great day. Bye.